0: Hey, you guys, welcome to the Beyond Pretty podcast. I'm your host, Shalene McLeod. This podcast is all about how you can design a life that you're obsessed with. Together, we're going to build a community of women who inspire, empower, and support one another to live our very best lives. Each week, I'm going to share with you tangible tips and tricks to take off the mask and go beyond pretty. You guys, welcome to the Beyond Pretty podcast. Thank you so much for everyone who's been leaving reviews on the podcast. You're making such a huge difference in this podcast. We are reaching almost 20,000 downloads, which is like mind-blowing to me. And I would love if you guys could continue to share those reviews. And literally, that's how we grow. That's how we build this community. That's how I'm able to do what I do. And this is something that is more than just a passion project for me. This is something that I know has been super powerful and impactful in so many lives. And I want to make sure that we continue to build a really freaking cool podcast for you guys here with the beyond pretty show. So go leave those reviews and spread the word with the world. Um, okay. Let's talk about, Oh gosh, let's talk about failure. I recently, um, have been trying to change my relationship with failure and my perspective and my views and my thoughts around what failure is or what failure has been in the past and previously to me. And I feel like I kind of fall in and out of love with failure. <laughs> There's been definitely this like dynamic that failure and I have together. Um, and sometimes I love it and and most times I hate it. Uh, a lot of the time I avoid it. So let's talk about failure today and why failure is a good thing and why you should probably change your relationship with failure as well. Because I think your relationship with failure right now is probably a pretty toxic one. And it's likely something that is holding you back from success. And you've probably heard it a million times and you've probably been like, I know, I know I need to fail. If I fail more, I see more success, blah, 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 blah. But you're like, I, whatever. That's how I used to. That's how I used to show up. All the memes, like let's throw like memes out the door. Let's throw quotes out the door. Like we're not looking for quotes that we've seen on Pinterest or on Instagram. Like throw anything to do with failure that you've read. Like just out the door for a second, and let's just focus in on you. For me, failure has been something that I didn't even realize I avoided, and I it shows up. I've talked about this before in the podcast, and we've talked about. Oh, I've never done anything that I feel like I'm gonna be bad at. <laughs> if I feel like I'm gonna be bad at it, I avoid it, aka avoiding failure. And I I've, I've never really like connected the dots in a way that I have recently with failure in something that was said to me. And when it was spoken, it was like it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was like, whoa. That is exactly what I'm doing. And here's what was said to me. This, this just like totally ties in with, you know, not wanting to do anything unless I'm good at it, right? Like if I can't do it perfect, I'm not going to do it. It's just how how I have rolled since I don't even know how old I was. But if I can't do it perfect, I'm not doing it at all. And something that was said to me was we think being perfect will protect us from failure. And It does. But it also protects us from success. And it's that last part. And it also protects us from success. Guys, like, think about that for a second. Yes, you might be protecting yourself from failure, but you're also protecting yourself from success. And you might not even realize that connection because for me, I've always just been like, well, if I'm not good at it, I'm not going to do those things. I'm going to go do more of what I'm good at because if I'm good at it, that's going to lead to more success. And if I keep doing the things that I'm good at, I will move forward faster. And if I move forward faster, that means I'm going to get more results. If I get more results, that means that I'm more successful, blah, 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 blah. And on and on we go. But what's really happening is I'm just getting really good at the things I'm already good at and I'm creating the exact same results in my life that I've already created. Maybe a little bit better. Maybe I've leveled things up like a little bit, but I haven't leveled things up to a new level because I can't get to a new level because I haven't acquired a new skill. I can't get to that next level of where I want to go with my business because I haven't allowed myself to fail I've been protecting myself from failure so much that I'm protecting myself from success. And that line to me, like protect myself from success. I'm like, wait, what? I never want to do that, but it's what I'm doing. And it's likely what you're doing. So how can you not protect yourself from success? It's to change your relationship with failure. And how do you change your relationship with failure? Well, you got to figure out what your current relationship is with failure. Because without knowing what your current relationship with failure is, you're never going to be able to actually change it. And so dig in. Like, what is failure to you? When's the last time you failed at something? When's the last time before that you failed at something? And what did you make it mean? That's your relationship with failure. I know that creating a new relationship with failure for me is, is creating a lot of change. And it is changing the way that I look at pretty much everything, but it's also helping me to help change the relationship that my children have with failure and being able to watch them step into a new version of who they are and knowing that they're safe if they fail, right? I think there's this part of me that never really felt safe to fail. I never really felt like it was going to be accepted or it was all going to be okay. It was like, if I failed at something, like the world was over, it was like, that's it game over and give up on your dreams. Never going to happen for you. You suck. See you later. Away we go. Like it was like the end of the world. If I failed at something, right? Like the end of the world. And I said to, I actually said to my girlfriend the other day, I was like, I don't even know if I know how to do like st- like c minus d work. Like I don't I don't even know what that looks like. Like the only things I've ever produced in my life have been like A A plus work, but I've only ever done the work in my element. I've never actually shown up to try really hard and I only get a C plus, Right? I'm still getting those A's because I'm choosing to do the work that I know I'm really good at versus challenging myself to do the things that i know maybe i'm not so good at and maybe i am gonna get a d or a C plus, and then i can work my way up if i need to from there if i want to if i choose to but i don't even allow myself that opportunity and it's it's really this realization that the level of success that i want to create in my life there will be an equal amount of failure as there is success, maybe even more failure than success, we might even tip the scales a little bit more with failure than success. And I can look at the example of how many businesses I've started and failed at. And I held a lot of shame and guilt around that for a long time. I'm not going to lie you guys, I really harbored a lot of stuff. And I almost let it stop me from starting my health coaching business four years ago. And I almost let it stop me from continuing my health coaching business a couple of years ago. I've, I really thought it was this thing of like, uh, yeah, I think I can do better. And then I like move on to the next thing when really I'm faced with a challenge in my business. And I'm faced with a point where I have to grow through it or make the decision to like quit and start something different. I will use the example of my cake business. I had a cake business. I was making cakes and I really limited myself because I didn't think people would pay the money that they needed to pay in order for it to make sense to have a viable business for cakes. I was spending seven, eight, 12 hours to make a cake and charging $65. That just does not add up right? Some cakes I'm charging $150. And like, to me, I got to the point where I was really good at making cakes. They looked beautiful. I'm going to toot my own horn for a second. I loved the creativity behind making those cakes, but the time invested into them, I didn't think people would pay for. And so I undervalued my work And I didn't charge what I wanted to be charging because I didn't think people would pay for it instead of identifying my ideal client, knowing that there's people who will pay for incredible work and value your work and pay the money that they, they, obviously they're going to be like, yeah, of course. What are you charging for your cake? $350. Great. Here's $350. There's people there that would pay that, but I wasn't in the belief and I wasn't in the place that I thought that that was even possible. And so my, my lack of belief of like, not thinking that that was even possible for me really led me to feel like I had to close the doors and I actually didn't allow myself the ability to fail forward. And that failing for me would have been finding that ideal client. I would have been failing through, marketing. I would have been failing through pricing and price objections and talking to potential new clients. And I I would have been failing forward through a lot of things. And I didn't even allow myself the opportunity. I just closed the doors because I was like, we're not making money. Peace out. And I did that so many times. I did that with my art print business. I've done that with previous network marketing businesses where I get to this point and I get to this level where like, I've been really good at what I've been doing to this point, but now I'm faced with this challenge. And I know that it's going to take a new level for, from me, from myself. It's going to take like new level, new devil. They say that all the time, right? But I wasn't willing to to fail through all of that and to go through the messy part I really just wanted everything to be easy. And it's because if it was easy for me, I knew that I would be good at it. And if I was good at it, that brought me a sense of accomplishment and I felt successful when I'm failing forward and I'm not reaching goals, I make it mean that I suck. (laughs) If I suck at something, obviously it's not the best feeling to want to keep going and to build a business. If you think that you're a crappy entrepreneur, you're not going to want to start another business, but there's skills that can be acquired and there's lessons that can be learned through each and every failure that you go through. And when I made failure mean so much about me, it really halted. My progress towards success, right? Because I kind of leaned into one of two things. One is if I failed, I avoided it. So I never actually sprinted through the finish line ever again. I avoided the failure so much that it was like, well, that goal isn't possible for me. How can you scale your cake business? If you're not willing to sprint through that finish line, I, I would never be able to scale that business into having my own bakery and having employees and having like a brick and mortar bake shop, right? Like I never would, I, I never created it because I didn't allow myself the ability to fail because I avoided it. That's the one thing that shows up a lot for me. And so identify that for yourself. Are you avoiding the failure so much so that you can't get to the finish line of success, right? Now you're protecting yourself from the success. You're protecting yourself from the failure, but you're also protecting yourself from the success. And you never really learn what you need to learn. There's always lessons in failure. And when you learn more and you, you realize you're like, okay, the more I fail, the more I learn, the more I learn, the more I grow, the more I grow, the more success I see. Like when you can connect those dots, then failure becomes a a non-negotiable almost in your life. Then you're like, you know what, what can I fail at today? How can I suck at something today? What can I learn? How can I get better? How can I take messy, imperfect action to get me to the goals that I want to go to? I used to say that all the time, by the way, to my team, I was like, take messy, imperfect action. And like messy, imperfect action to me was like, I didn't edit it 25 times. I only edited it once, but I still was only doing the things that I was good at. So I want you to take messy imperfect action, but I also want you to try something new out of that. And what is the thing that you're avoiding? Because that's probably where you're going to fail, but that's probably where you're going to have the most growth. The second thing that I would do if I didn't avoid it and I actually actually failed at something and i maybe i set a goal i didn't hit it i would let it really really disrupt my self concept And I would work so hard to be in belief. I would work so hard to have my confidence levels high. I would work so hard on my mindset to have a strong mentality about the goal that I was going after and to know that my confidence was there. And then when I missed the goal or didn't hit the goal, or I failed in some way along the way to the goal, I would let it rock me so deeply that I felt horrible. And when I felt horrible about myself, I would compare myself to other people who are doing it better than I was. I would think that there was something wrong with me. I would feel really down. Like my energy levels were depleted. I would physically feel exhaustion and I would just cause a lot of confusion. I would cause confusion on why am I not hitting my goals? Why am I not good enough? Why am I this? Why is this happening? Why can't I be like them? How is it so easy for her and not for me? And it really would be this like, horrible, painful pattern of just repeating this cycle over and over and over again. But really, I just created more failure, but I didn't accept it for what it was. And so I kept running from it and running from it and running from it and being able to change that relationship with failure and what it's looked like in my past, but also what I want it to look like in my future, right? It's a plan to be able to prepare myself for future for the future failures. I want to be able to have that plan. I want to know that I can maintain my self-concept and I can maintain that confidence and I can have that and hold space for failure at the same time. I don't have to let failure mean I'm a bad person or a bad entrepreneur or a bad mom or a bad wife. I can let it mean that I made a poor decision. I can let it mean that that didn't work out. I can let it mean a lot of things, but I don't have to let it rock who I am to my core as a human being and then have to climb my way out of that negative negative space. That is way harder to do than to just acknowledge it is what it is for what it is and being able to move forward. Being able to know, okay, great, I'm going to stack all these failures on top of one another because the more failures I stack on top of one another, the greater the success is going to be. And that is my new relationship is being able to not just, I I don't want to avoid the failure. I want to handle it head on. I want to prepare myself for what that's going to look like. That's when I'm going to be bulletproof. That's when you're going to be bulletproof. Bulletproof was actually my word two years ago word of the year. I do word of the year all the time. Um, this year it's evolved and, uh, what a better way to evolve than to <laughs> change your relationship with failure. But that's when you become bulletproof is when you, you start to change these relationships that you have with certain words or concepts and belief systems that you have in your, in your life right now. Because when you become bulletproof, you soak up every lesson you learn from all of it. And when you soak it in, And you learn everything that you can learn, you're willing to show up again and you're willing to fail. And when you're willing to show up again instead of running away from the thing that you want, that's where you truly will find more success faster than you ever have before. So I wanna ask you today what is your relationship with failure? Do you avoid your failure or do you let it rock? who you are when you fail. Because once you identify those, and maybe you're both, maybe you're like me and you're both, but identify those and then decide for yourself. Is that truly how you want to show up in your business? Is that truly how you want to show up going after the goal that you currently have? We're halfway through the year, you guys, halfway through the year. This is not the time to start giving up on yourself because you feel like you've deemed yourself as a failure up until this point in the year. This is not the time to give up on the goals that you have or the dreams or the vision for your life. This is the time to reevaluate your relationship with what failure has been for you in your past and what you want it to look like in your future. And know that if you are protecting yourself from failure, you're protecting yourself from success. I love you guys. You're amazing. Go out there and fail at something today. Bye guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Beyond Pretty Podcast. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you who are contributing to build this community of incredible like-minded women. Please make sure you tag me on social media, share this with a bestie and subscribe.